Hey, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Woo Podcast. Midweek episode here. A quick little chat with Melinda Amato from Outvote. My brother and I had the awesome privilege to interview her for a little bit for this podcast to encourage our listeners to get out there and vote. Time is ticking. Elections are happening as we speak, and the time is almost up. If you haven't submitted your vote and you have the privilege to vote, please submit your mail-in ballot or get out there and vote. Please do so. Make our make your voice heard. We, we can do this. And uh, yeah, we just want to encourage people to vote. This is all about voting opportunities. Just trying to ask, you know, any questions that people might have that we asked on our Instagram about actual, you know, about, about voting. So uh, yeah, and it's pretty clear. I mean, who we're voting for. We really want you to really take into consideration the future for the betterment of humanity for women's rights for people of color lgbtqia plus community the disabled for just like we said civil rights for climate change i mean just do your due diligence do your research and cast your vote please and uh with that being said please uh enjoy today's episode take care guys for listening welcome to the woo podcast we're super excited to have melinda amato here with us today i'm just super happy and thankful that you have time to chat with us and to discuss a very important topic which is voting i mean we're in the middle of elections right now and it's just an important topic to to talk about so we're really happy to have you here thank you so much for having me i'm looking forward to it awesome all right melinda so uh tell our listeners a little bit about yourself before we begin asking you all these questions. Sure. Um, my name is Melinda Amato. I'm currently based in Los Angeles. I'm from the Silicon Valley. I grew up a daughter of a Mexican immigrant, so really understanding the importance of voting and how lucky we are that here in the U.S. we can have all these protections around voting and that our system is a lot more secure than in some other countries, Mm -hmm. but we still have some barriers and just really passionate about encouraging more folks to vote, which I also do through my job at Outvote. Awesome. Well, speaking about, let's talk about Outvote. What is Outvote for those that aren't familiar with, with that? Outvote is an app that helps campaigns and progressive organizations really mobilize their supporters to encourage them to take specific actions. For example, Michelle Obama's organization, When We All Vote, uses Outvote to help text voters and potential voters to make sure they have all the information they need before the election. Awesome. It's kind of like a little nudge, right? To encourage them, remind them to vote, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Yeah. So anybody can download the Outvote app and then sync their contacts and see who in their phone book is registered to vote, is a frequent voter, infrequent voter. And now you can actually see if they've received or returned their ballots as well. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I didn't know that part. That's really cool. Um, Well, speaking about, you know, the election and voting, why do you think it's so important to prepare ahead of time, especially for this particular election? It's really important to prepare ahead of time because you don't know what could happen year day of. 
Mm-hmm. And one advantage of this year is because we're currently experiencing a pandemic, states are doing a lot more to allow folks to vote early and to mm-hmm. vote from the safety of their homes, especially if they're in certain higher risk categories. And you just want to make sure that you are able to get your vote counted in time. There have been some delays with the mail, for example. So that makes it extra important to plan ahead this year. Got it. Gotcha. Got it. Gotcha. And then um, when you vote, is it better to do it by mail or go in person? It really depends on your preference of what mm-hmm. you feel safest doing. Some people really, really prefer to vote in person because mm-hmm. they can just ensure that their ballot is received by the folks working at the polls, right. that no- nothing's left to chance, if you will. Right. Um, my recommendation would be that you do take in mind your personal risk factors. And if you're somebody that needs to take extra precautions because of COVID and you live somewhere where you're able to safely vote by mail, then that might be an option for you to consider this year, even if you haven't in the past. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I think majority of us, well, I would assume are voting by mail, but there's also a lot of people that are actually wanting to, like you said, vote in person, but it's, it's good to know definitely like what's you know, what's best. Um, but uh, next, next question that I have as well is where, where is the best place to find information or more info on like who and what you're actually voting for? We actually got, I got this question a lot on my Instagram. So I'm curious what you think about that. Sure. There's, there's a couple different sites you can go to. One site that I like is progressivevotersguide.com. You okay. can enter your state, You can enter your specific address and it gives you information on both sides of an issue. For example, if it's a proposition Mm -hmm. and all of the different things that will be on your ballot, sometimes it's helpful to have a different perspective from the voter guides that you get in the mail because Mm -hmm. the voter guides are sometimes, unfortunately, written in language that can be a bit confusing for us. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Too. Feeling, yeah. And also really quick before, I just want to say too, because I have been getting, you know, I've talked to like friends of mine that have been the same that ask like, oh, like I want to find out more about like propositions and all of that. So it's good to point that out, to have like a different, you know, like site or to, you know, gather all the information. It's really important. Mm-hmm. And then since all that's online, actually, um, and this is kind of going to go back a little bit to the last question I asked um, about um, voting. Since we're talking about voting by mail or in person, what about online? Because I know a lot of people um, say like, oh, I'm just going to vote online. I'm going to vote online. But how can you vote online or (laughs) should you vote online? Sure. That's a really good question. Online voting isn't currently available in the U.S. Some places where you vote in person, the monitors you vote on kind of make it seem like you're voting online, (laughs) but not, not currently at this time. Is it available to vote online for a presidential election? Do you think it'll, do do you think it'll ever be a time where that happens? Or I think we talked about it at stories at play where it's like, it's just so many possibilities of hacking. So I don't even know if that would be right. That's true. You know, but it is interesting. It's, it's very interesting. It's a really good question. Every time we have a secretary of state election here in California, it's definitely a question that comes up a lot and we have candidates on all sides. Gotcha. Got it. And then when you, when you go in person, um, 
can you go to any like polling location or does it have to be a specific one? For voting in person, mm -hmm. if you're voting on election day, most likely you'll need to go specifically to your precinct, but you can look into based off of your county. Some mm -hmm. counties have early voting and for early voting, you can actually go to any early voting location that's in your mm -hmm. county. Oh, okay. Um, what are some important things to know regarding mail-in voting to make sure that it's actually counted for? Yeah, great question. It's really important to make sure that your ballot is signed, that you follow the directions. For example, if for an office it says mark one, only mark one, and mm. make sure that it's marked, if it's a square, that the square is filled in, for example. So following the directions about how many people to vote for for each office, signing your ballot, making sure it has appropriate postage. Got and it. another thing is making sure that your ballot is actually complete in one piece and clean. Mm, so cool. if you spill coffee on your ballot while you're filling it out, for example, you're going to want to get a replacement ballot before sending that in. Oh, I didn't know that. So really be clean, guys. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't drink coffee while you're yes. filling out your ballots. Yeah. And then um, uh, speaking of the ballots, when's the last day to mail it in? The last day technically to mail it in is that it needs to be postmarked by election day. However, I really, really encourage folks to mail it in as soon as possible to ensure it gets there on time. Because in many states, it needs to arrive uh, very shortly after election day. And so there's very little wiggle room for it to get there on time. Got it. And then obviously just delays and things like that can happen. Yeah. So just make sure you do it before. In some states, it needs to arrive three days after election day. And we've all oh, sent birthday cards that have arrived after the birthday. So this is not the time to have it arrive late. No. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> is, yeah. there, is there a way to, to track the ballot after mailing it in? Just the, to Yeah, great question. The tracking really depends where you are. If you go to ballottracks.com, which is B-A-L-L-O-T, like ballot, Mm -hmm. And then trax.com, a dozen states have at least some counties that have tracking. In California, for example, you can track your ballot regardless of which county you're in. But unfortunately, not all states offer that service. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I want to really quickly just... Uh, switch gears a little bit. Well, it still pertains to this, but about voter suppression. We've been seeing this a lot, um, you know, especially even I've been seeing that there's different, you know, ballot boxes that are, you know, fake that just kind of have been, yeah, like, uh, you know, seen everywhere. How can we stop it? And can you just talk a little bit about voter suppression? Sure. I saw a really interesting thread on Twitter where somebody was asking what wait times look like in different countries for elections. And for most countries, the wait time was between zero and 15 minutes. Wow. And here in the US, I'm sure you've all seen these yes. lines that last for hours. <laughs> yeah. uh, many of us would definitely consider having to wait multiple hours in line to vote, to be voter suppression. Uh, voter suppression is basically any technique uh, used to prevent people from voting. It could be anything from spreading misinformation mm -hmm. about 
the date of the election. We've seen some of that. Or having people stand near a polling place, intimidating voters, wow. mm-hmm. uh, yelling at them, waving guns in some states where uh, open permit is permitted, for example, right. all things like that. So one thing that's really important is just voting for local elected officials that are really adamant about getting more folks to vote and increasing polling locations increasing voter hours and things like that. Got it, got it. So kind of be more, um, how do I say, active within your own community and kind of your local officials and try to get them to help out as well. Exactly. And making sure through your local county uh, registrar voters that Mm -hmm. you, you see what the actual ballot boxes look like and that those are the ones you place your ballot in. How do you tell the difference real quick? Sorry. I just want to ask, how do you tell the difference with like, which one's real or not? Just in case people are, you know, have that. Yeah. Yeah, So it, that's something that's going to vary a little bit by County and by state. But if you just Google, for example, LA County voter ballot box, Mm -hmm. you'll see an image of what they look like in California our ballot boxes are pretty, pretty clear. <laughs> they say <laughs> yeah. official ballot drop box in huge font. And they have an I voted sticker on them. They have yellow at the top. Um, they're also securely chained in place. They have all kinds of security features. Um, and they're also often located conveniently, right? So they'll be located at places like post offices. And would you, um, do you think it's a good idea or would you recommend to people to like volunteer or work at, you know, their local polling places uh, for the election, things like that, kind of get more involved? Sure. Yeah, definitely becoming a poll worker is a really, really great way to get involved, Mm -hmm. especially if you're somebody who speaks multiple languages and works in an area that has a lot of folks that speak multiple languages. Uh, Just want to, of course, mention the pandemic again. So if, if you do volunteer to work at a polling station, make sure that you're not somebody that's at super high risk for developing complications right. from COVID, nor do you live with people who are. Mm-hmm. But it's a really great way to get involved locally. There are people who have been volunteering, doing that every election for decades, who unfortunately can't do it anymore because they're at high risk for COVID. Right. So mm-hmm. it's really important this year for younger, healthier folks to get involved and volunteer if they're able. I also got this question on my Instagram from viewers. And one of them says or asked, if I choose not to vote on a candidate or a specific question, will my other votes still be counted? Yeah, really good Mm. question. Folks can vote for as many or as few of the items on the ballot as they'd like, but just make sure to follow directions because For some offices, you can only vote for one person. If you vote for two people for that office, your ballot will be disqualified, for example. Gotcha. Interesting. And then also, why do you think um, the people that that can vote and have the privilege to vote, like, don't vote? You know, because I hear that a lot when people say like, oh, it's just my vote won't count or I don't want I don't want to get into politics. Like, I'm I don't I don't want to get into that. So like, yeah, why do you think, you know, just people don't get out there and vote? Definitely. It's a really good question. It's one of those million dollar questions. If you yeah. <laughs> right. 
the the biggest things I think about are people who don't think their vote matters. So for example, people who are in a district that has had an incumbent for a long time and the incumbent mm-hmm. always wins. They feel there's no point in voting, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or if people don't feel represented by the candidates or that the candidates don't fully align with their values. For example, mm-hmm. some people don't want to vote for a candidate unless they pass a very intensive litmus test, but maybe none of the candidates meet that criteria, right? Right, right. right. True. And actually, speaking on the people not voting, I've also uh, heard, a, sorry, I've also heard a lot of people um, say like, oh, I don't vote because the electoral college votes matter, not the popular votes and things like that. Can you kind of just explain the difference be- uh, between the two and kind of yeah. just let us all know the importance of both? Sure. And also the popular vote? Yeah, that that's a great question. I think what's really important to know about this year in particular is that we really, really need it to be a landslide because mm-hmm. if the popular vote is close, there's more likely to be more issues around contention. And mm-hmm. so although the Electoral College, which is a much smaller body and is sort of certain number of votes from different states. Um, They're the ones that ultimately make the decision. Mm -hmm. Those votes are based off of the popular votes in states. And the Electoral College only applies to the office of president. Most ballots will have a lot of other candidates and a lot of other offices and in some cases like California propositions to vote on as well. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the biggest thing is that this year, the popular vote is going to be extremely important, first of all. But second of all, you'll have a lot of down ballot races that are really important to vote on as well. Got it, got it. What do you think about the younger generation that are, in my opinion, doing an amazing job, like making sure their voices are heard, not only with like, you know, the protests that have happened this year. I mean, I see, especially on social media, like they're showing up. Obviously, we want to make sure we're, you know, not just posting about it, but actually voting about it. Um, But just, yeah, like, what do you think of that? And I also read somewhere that the younger generation, I think, makes up a 40% of the votes. I don't know if I'm correct with that percentage, but what do you think about that? Sure. Yeah, young, young people definitely have the ability to sway this election. Uh, One, one small plug here that's kind of interesting. (laughs) In California, there's actually a proposition on the ballot, Proposition 18, which is a primary voting for 17-year-olds amendment, which is oh. super interesting. And it's a constitutional amendment that would allow 17-year-olds who will be 18 at the time of the next general election mm-hmm. to vote in primary elections and special elections. Oh, which that's is awesome. a super, super cool thing that's going on here in California um, for folks who are interested in younger people getting more engaged, it's definitely something to look into. And I think we see a lot of excitement amongst younger folks, but it doesn't always translate into turnout. So the big challenge we're going to have this year, which a lot of folks on TikTok are doing a really, really great job promoting. Yeah, making sure sure that folks actually make it out to the polls or mail in their ballots. Right. It's important right. to, like I said, be about it and actually, you know, show up. But no, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, and encourage, like, you know, your parents and friends to vote as well. Yes. Right, That's actually yeah. our next question, Harry. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we were going to ask, uh, how can we get more people to vote? 
Yeah. One, one big thing is individual outreach. Mm -hmm. If you're able to explain to people why this election or why a specific candidate or why a specific proposition is so important to you, they're a lot more likely to vote. So uh, that combined the personal outreach of getting somebody to vote and also the making a plan. So if we ask people what their plan is and they have a plan, they're 10% more likely to vote. If you have a friend reach out to you about voting, you're more than 8% more likely to vote. Um, We've seen a lot of folks on Twitter, for example, who are LGBTQ, who have had relationships with relatives um, after being out for a while, and they were able to get their relatives to now vote for the first time because of their rights being at stake. Oh, oh yeah, that's super important. I think you mentioned too, by the way, random last time at stories that play how like, it's also a great idea to do zoom parties. No, where like, you kind of all get together and like research and vote or, you know, get them to get more informed, I guess. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a really great point, especially for people who live in places where you have a lot on the ballot. Mm -hmm. It's really helpful to, have a Zoom party, get a bunch of your friends together, break down different things on the ballot, and then you can all do a show and tell of sorts of what you learned, which decreases how much time you have to spend researching and allows you another way to bond with your friends in a productive and civically engaged way. Totally. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. any last words that you want to say just to encourage more people to vote or just any kind of, you know, last words? Yeah, definitely. Uh, George Floyd should have turned 47 yesterday Mm -hmm. and voting for people who and what align most with your values is extremely important. The biggest takeaway I have for folks, especially maybe who haven't always voted in the past is don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Mm -hmm. Vote for the people and the initiatives that most align with your values this election is extremely important. And if we all vote and encourage three other people to vote, it'll make an enormous difference in the future of our country and our impact on the world. Yes. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yep. Perfectly said. Agreed. Well, thank you so much. And yes, we want to encourage people to get out and vote. And like you said, like Melinda said, we can and will make a difference. Um, So thank you so much for joining the Woo podcast, talking to us. We really appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you all so much. And please post pictures with your selfies. Let people know you voted and encourage them to do the same. Oh, will do. I've even seen people like do a little story where they like mail in their ballots and they say, like you said, I voted and it does, (laughs) it is encouraging to be like, oh, wow. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, true. Even just seeing your friend vote. Yes. He voted. I should vote too. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. Thank you both so much for bringing awareness to this and helping encourage others to do the same thing. Oh, Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Be safe.